It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. The least enthused people about Yankee baseball are the Yankee players. Yeah, how about that? You're right. No question about it. No question about it. How about the how about your catcher? Home run? I just got hurt. Holding his hand. Oh, really? Oh, I did not yeah. see that. It's all right. I understand. He'll be gone for another th- three months. You only you you only turn it on when the kids come up the bat. I got it. I understand. Yep. No, I got it. Makes sense to me. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven says Gordon. Omar from Brooklyn is next. Oh, is it that time of the year now? The Mets season has uh, imploded, and now he's that, here to pump up about of, the Buffalo Bills until their season implodes. That 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 type of uh, time of the year is because <laughs> they are. All, so much sensational about you. The Yankee and Mets go to have a great baseball season. Thank God the summer is over. <laughs> and we are back to football and basketball. And let me ask you, Gordon Damer and Larry, honestly speaking, mm-hmm. no rational about it because Anthony Edwards is an American citizen or because he scored 34 against Germany and everybody's asking this point, is he the next superstar? But R.J. Barrett scored 13 for 14 against the same German team and scored 31 points. But no, no, it's okay. It's a good game because he's a Canadian citizen. Oh, Hakeem Olajuwon drilled Shaquille O'Neal. But everybody talks about Shaquille O'Neal is the greatest center ever because Hakeem Olajuwon is not an American citizen. That's what it is. That's what it is. Jokic just won the NBA championship before... He was a loser. Finally, he gets a healthy body, and they won the championship. Now he two-time MVP, and now he finally won the championship. Everybody gave their rewards to Jokic. So the R.J. Barrett is going to get the reward this year when he beat uh, USA in the world championship, or he's going to win an NBA title with the Knicks. I don't know what is going to happen, but I am telling you, R.J. Barrett is ready for a great, great season. He is looking good. He has built up. He looks awesome. Brunson is awesome. I, I, cannot, I cannot tell you that I'm more excited, always more excited about the Knicks, but this is somehow, don't, and don't forget, I think uh, with Josh Hart coming in, Knicks were 14 and 4 or something, 14 and 3 with a, now all 82 games Josh Hart is going to play uh, with us. We upgraded on a lot of position. So I can reserve my uh, reservation for Buffalo Bills only for this reason. Because the way they lost last year in a playoff game. Oh, my God. So that was until you get, you get to the – they got destroyed by Cincinnati destroyed. Bengals. Oh, I think they, uh, they took the life, life mm-hmm. out of Buffalo Bills fans. Yes. I don't so know until, if they'll ever get it back. Yeah, you, until, until – you play the meaningful game and how they react to it. I cannot play because the football is played with emotion. So I want to see a regular season game because 
I am so much a reservation about Buffalo Bills that how they're going to react after the loss they suffered last year. So that's why I have my judgment. I'm not upbeat for Buffalo Bills like, but I am very, very much a let's go Bills, let's go Knicks. The Bills come first. I I am not worried about the Jets game. I'm not worried about the Jets game. I'm worried about what is the last hurrah that we are going to achieve. I am done with playoffs. One round, two rounds. I want to see championships. Any of the teams. The Mets are garbage. So the only two teams that have a reasonable chance. Rangers have a reasonable chance too. But although, but I still think that my Bills and my Knicks are the clear chance that they can go all the way. So I'm upbeat September 2. Oh, no. You're upbeat. I get out of town. Yeah. Omar's always upbeat until the games actually start. Wasn't there going to be a question? Didn't he say, uh, Gordon and Larry, yeah, give me your honest opinion? Yeah. yeah. And then he gave Larry it to us. He's about to explode. And then he gave us his opinion. Yeah. The Knicks are about to explode. No. See, every time. Now, the next season is done. Oh. You know, every time he predicts right. something positive, oh. you know what that means. You know how it's going to go. It's over. You know how gonna, it's going to go, Larry. I was going to ask him. So who's backing up? Who's backing up Julius Randle now? Yeah, <laughs> I just want to know. Tibbs who's... better start uh, looking at the real estate ads and stuff. Start <laughs> renting his place out because yeah. now that Omar's had his say, forget it. Oh it's no! It's a... Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Tate's in Baldwin. What's up, Tate? Yes. Good evening. How you doing? Hey, Tate. Hey. Hey, I just want—I just want to say something, just a hot second. I'm—I'm I'm sitting up here. I'm, I'm listening to the game on the radio. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge is up at the plate, mm-hmm. and the problem is with the Yankee broadcaster. I love Susan Waltman, but John Sterling—he'll get up there and say this ball is hit high and far, and then the ball is caught at the wall. You know—you know what I mean? That's really heartbreaking. Why does he have to say that? Why don't he wait until the ball goes over the wall before he he gets into his little, it's high, it's far, and then the ball is caught right there at at the wall. That's something that I do not like. I hear what you're saying, Tate. I hear what you're saying, and thanks for the phone call. But but if he waited until it was over the wall, he couldn't say it was high and it was far. Chicken liver. (laughs) He was already... I know that that's gone. a common complaint about John. Cool um, whip. That, you know, he, he, he blows some calls. If he only had a monitor. I, I think that I love, as a Yankee fan, I love John. I, love John. I, love I, John I think he's great at capturing the moment. He's funny. Um, he, he's entertaining. He's, he's a different kind of broadcaster maybe, but uh, I love him. And he's been doing, you know, to think that you can oh. fly, oh, he blew this call. This dude's been doing this. I think if 88 was his first season. Doing Yankee games, I think. Gordon, He's been doing it back, a very long time. I go back with him farther than that. Yeah, he was know, doing Knicks. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know. I wasn't aware of him then. Uh, and oh. I know he's done a lot of different things even before that. He did the Braves, right? Did he do the Braves or something? He's he done did other the, teams. Gordon, he did. He did the Nets with Doctor right. J. Mm-hmm. Irving Nutella. Top of we the We should all be as successful. Oh. At exactly. our given profession, absolutely, as John Sterling has been at his, absolutely, absolutely, man, he was the oh, I remember John Sterling 
doing the WHA Raider Gold. For the New- <laughs> I, 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 John has been John has been through John's been with me my whole life, Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> and he is great. And there's nothing better than than talking to him off the, seeing him mm-hmm. in the street. Yeah. I saw him at the Garden State Mall one day. Uh-huh. He, he was on the air. Hello, Lawrence. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Very much I loved so. it. He's the best. I understand what you're saying, Tate, but hang in there with him, man. He's he, he there's more ups than downs with John Sterling. John That's all I'm Carlo. Say. No see whoa. <laughs> Fed Marlowe. <laughs> I don't where know you what the that? that one is. Uh, where are you going to get that? That's one of my favorites, but where else? Right. Where else are you going to get that? <laughs> that's outstanding. Right. You could have generic radio, a voice guy, and a lot of these, you know, it, it sounds a lot the same. Yeah. Nobody else. He is one of a kind. He is. He is. He is outstanding. 1-800-919-3776. We'll take more calls next on 9870 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Aaron Rodgers playing in the final preseason game against the New York football giants. Right now, let's hear from Charlie in Jersey. Charlie, you are next on 98.7. Hey, guys. How you doing? So, uh, I'm one of the few guys that think Cashman did. All right, I'm not talking about the roster, but the trade deadline of not just – there was nothing out there that would have changed the Yankees season. The only guy I thought that they could have reached for is if he was on the trade deadline, I'm not sure he was, was Juan Soto because he's young and – but I think he did the right thing, not trading away his minor league system to bring a guy in that's not going to make a difference here or there. They have some good young prospects. I don't mind being patient. I really don't. I'm tired of watching them trade for a guy like Giancarlo Stanton or bringing older guys in. 
and rebuild over the next couple of years. I like their minor league system. I, I like the kid they brought up today. I think Dominique is his, a future of the outfielder. Um, I think they do need to resign Bader. Um, I think if Peraza plays every day like Volpe did and they can deal with the ups and downs, they can have a middle infield for the next 10 years. I'm not a Glaber Torres fan. I think they need to move and move on for him. Um, but I am actually in favor of what they did. I, I hate giving up the minor leaguers and, and for the Joey Gallows and stuff. As a fan, if that's the direction they're going to go, I'm okay with it. The only change I think is they've got to get away and Volpe hitting 17 or winding up with 22 or 23 home runs, I think is a hurts him more than helps him because he should be a leadoff hitter hitting pole to pole doubles and triples and not hitting 25 homers and striking out 120 times. Well, Charlie, I, I would agree with you. I, I don't think that uh, most, and especially since the way things have gone since the trade deadline. Thanks, Charlie. Um, that buying would have been the right call. Uh, clearly, that was not the right answer. But selling would have been. Uh, mm. It's clear that this team was not, it was trending in the wrong direction. And they could, I'm not telling you they could have sold off a bunch of pieces, but they could have gotten and restocked the farm system even more uh, by making some deals at the deadlines, be it from the bullpen. I, I, and the one thing he, that Charlie said that I completely disagree with, I would not re-sign Harrison Bader at all. I think he's had such a bad season this year to begin with. The guy is always hurt. He's 29 years old. He's going to be a free agent. I am not sinking money into that guy. Uh, he's always been hurt. That was his rap even before he got here. He was hurt when you traded for him. So that that one uh, I completely disagree with. But, I, I mean, we have seen what Brian Cashman – this is not a small sample size, Larry. Yeah. He, he has not done a good job of producing – players at the major league level through the the minor league system he hasn't it's so just, so why it hasn't worked I, I mean we've heard about prospects yankee prospects met prospects we've heard about them for years mm-hmm. and, and the hit rate is not very high and and nope. brian cashman's is not very high so I, I don't see why these prospects would be any different than the prospects we've we've heard of before and the other thing is over the last two years brian cashman has made terrible move after terrible move after terrible move we, why would you just all of a sudden think that that's going to change? Because he's due. <laughs> that's why. Well, okay, let's say he is due. He's due for one really good move. Well, what about the next one and the next one and the next yeah. one? I think that there has to be – look, they had a, a window of opportunity. I, I feel like a broken record in 2017 that Brian Cashman helped open up. Mm-hmm. And I think the frustration of Yankee fans is that they have seen now that the that window has been squandered. Yeah, it's shut. It's shut. Absolutely. So why would you give the person who opened it up, okay, fine, and then squandered it the last five, six years, why would you give that person another chance to, to get you over the hump the next time? Do you have assets in this organization to uh, try to, after a disappointing season for the Padres, if they don't make it, to make a move for Soto and then try to sign him? Or are you going to try to wait and see if you can get him as a free agent? I think that, that I think that that's kind of because that's another big long contract. They mm-hmm. already got a bunch of them. I mean, what's Juan Soto going to get? Ten years, five hundred million. Yeah. It feels like the Yankees are headed in the other direction, mm-hmm. where this is going to be reset the salary cap, uh, the, the the luxury tax threshold or whatnot, so that you get back under that. And 
We're, we're going to go younger next year anyway, so they're not going to be major players in free agency, which, can, you know, considering the moves that Cashman's made here the last couple of years, probably is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't, I, I don't see how you can allow that person who is the point person on, you know, it would be one thing if you said, well, Cashman didn't do this well, but he's done that. Right. Look at where the state of the organization, they, they're going to have their worst season in 30 years. And it's not like these prospects are, I mean, they're high prospects for the Yankees and maybe mm-hmm. one or two of them might work out, but it's not like they're overwhelmingly uh, loaded at the, at the, at the minor league level that all these guys that are going to come up and produce. I mean, how could they be so wrong about their own prospects, Gordon? They look at them all the time. You would think that that's <laughs> they would they would nail that, right? Um, but look, the kid Jim, uh, Jason uh, Dominguez. Yes, there's been a lot said about him. He's mm-hmm. still 20 years old, so maybe yep. he will turn out to be what we think. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the kids that they called up here will get a little run at them, and 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 maybe. I, I mean, I don't think that it's an impossibility that they are a better team next year than they were this year. God, I hope they're better than this. Right. You would hope. (laughs) I mean, there's no guarantees. You would think that maybe at least the possibility that judge is healthier, that would be a big plus. Mm Rizzo is going to be back. And if he's over the issue that he had, he'll be closer to the first half. Right. You, you would think that he's, it's not like he all of a sudden got old. I don't think, I think it's that he was dealing with a concussion and that was a, a problem. You'd like to think you're going to get a better version of Rondon, Rodon next year. Mm-hmm. Cole is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I don't think you're going to get much out of LeMahieu. I don't think you're going to get much out of Stanton. They're still going to be here. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to find pieces to, to put around this. They usually mm-hmm. do a good job with the bullpen, so I would think that they'll probably still a good, do a good job there. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to find a center fielder, a left fielder. Um, you'd like to think that Volpe will be a little bit better in his second year. I'd have to find a second baseman. You got to find a, a third baseman. You need an upgrade catcher. Got an upgrade catcher. It's a lot on that to do list, and not a lot of money going around. Yeah, boy, you got a lot of work. <laughs> Can't wait for that Ben Rorvit tour next year, boy. That's oh, going to be fascinating. It's going to be great, right? Mmm. Can't wait. Richard's in Manhattan. Hi, Richard. Hey, Larry Gordon. You know, I used to call John Sterling when he first came on the radio. Uh, he replaced the guy who was on AB on AM radio, WMCA. You remember that station? Mm-hmm. Sure, I do. That was an old, old station. It was that music? Larry station. worked at that station for a few years. No, just actually five sixty, wasn't it? And you remember the sweatshirts, uh, Larry? Five seventy, good guys. Five seventy and the good guys. The good. Oh, those things are worth money, boy. Anyway, <laughs> he replaced the guy who went to country music, uh, Jack Spector. Oh, okay. And. John, oh, he was, and you know, we were 15, 16 year old kids calling him in 71, 72. And he didn't suffer fools too gladly, boy. He, he, woo! No, he he'd you say, well, what kind of thing is that to say? How sophomoric? And he'd say, no, no, no. And he, he was rough on the kids. And they were all kids because yeah. there were no adults calling up sports stations in those days. It, it just didn't work that way. But uh, I think that, well, they had sports calling. Even before Stan Lomax and a couple other guys, Bill Mazur, where you stumped him. But uh, he was, you know, oh, the Spectre really was the one that started. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry, uh, tell yes. me, Gordon, what you guys think it is. Mm-hmm. When Catfish came in 75 to the Yankees, actually was signed around Christmas time in 74. He was the first big free agent that the Yankees got. Probably one of the first big free agents. I think Andy Messersmith, mm-hmm. and I don't remember, but... Didn't, wouldn't he have the same effect on the Yankees that Aaron Rodgers is having on 
the Jets. Larry, what do you see it that um, way? Yeah, I guess so. They were both champions. Yeah, teaching the they teaching won, young you know, kids how to the win. the end of their career, although Catfish, uh, yeah. I mean, he had a little bit more in the tank. He got hurt. But he had that one great year, and he gave the Yankees instant credibility. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, yeah. the year before, in 74, uh, Verdon led them, and they were pretty good. And that team sort of came out of nowhere. But they were bad for 11, 12 years in a row. So once Catfish got there, and then, of course, Billy was there. No, no, Billy wasn't there yet. Billy got, uh, he got hired in the middle of 75. But Catfish, he had a fantastic year. Gordon, that year, Catfish, I think, averaged eight and a third innings a start. <laughs> eight wow. and a third average. Never again. He started right. 42 games and had 345 innings pitched. Never again. He, had a high, he, went, you know, he didn't have a great, great one-loss record because he won every game. I think he was 24 and 14 or 24 and 15. But he went to a decision in almost every game. Uh, you know, fellas, just to close out with the women's soccer, uh, Spain won the final game one nothing, and they had almost not even advanced past the first round. They lost to Japan four to nothing in the first round. Can you imagine a team losing four nothing and coming back and winning the World Cup? That's the team that I thought was going to win it, Spain, but they got killed by I think Sweden. So that was funny. And Spain, the first round went one one and one. But after that, they won, I guess, four or five games in a row, and that was it. So it was an exciting Women's World Cup, but, uh, you know, that, it was great. Now I'm looking forward to the tennis, fellas. I'm just looking forward to a Djokovic-Alcaraz uh, uh, final. They just played in Ohio, and Djokovic beat uh, Alcaraz. The time before, a month prior, Alcaraz won. So I think if these two guys play in the final at the U.S. Open, Larry, mm-hmm. That's September 9th, I guess, the first Sunday in football. Uh, September 10th, Sunday the 10th. I think you're going to have a lot of people watching tennis and taking away from, t- uh, from football, really, because that is huge. Djokovic, the old versus the new. And I think it'll be even match, even. Richard, I don't think I'm going to tell even... you something, my friend. And thanks yeah, for the I know. Phone football... call. They're going to be watching both. <laughs> they're not taking anybody. With all due respect to tennis and, a, you know, a Grand Slam event, Gordon, and the final championship, I get it. Mm. Not not opening Sunday in the National Football League. They'll be sharing. They won't be taken. They'll yeah. be sharing. I was just looking at catfish numbers that year. Uh, he went twenty three and fourteen. So Richard was not far off. He threw three hundred and twenty eight innings. He started thirty nine games and Never had again. thirty complete games. Never again. <laughs> 30, 30 complete games. There, there's, there's leagues that don't have thirty complete <laughs> right. games. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Major even. League Baseball might not have thirty complete games this year. Not at all. Not, not at close. All. Uh, I remember Gordon early '80s. I think mm-hmm. it was listening to Sterling. Yeah. And uh, some guy was giving him a hard time, and he simply said, "As only John Sterling could, you sir." are an idiot (laughs) and hung up. That was it. There you go. Anytime hard knocks, boy, I'm telling you, it's ready for takeoff. Gordon, the enemy, the Emmy award-winning HBO original documentary series, hard knocks training camp with the New York jets. It's back. As a matter of fact, it happens tonight. This season gives fans unprecedented access to the most talked about story in football. Can Robert Salas Jets with the new four-time MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers and the squad of emerging stars and prominent veterans become a playoff team again? Better known as the Aaron Rodgers Show. Hard Knocks mm-hmm. is now streaming with new episodes every Tuesday on Max. Speaking of the Jets, we'll talk about them 
next on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SPN. I'm not sure that Aaron was totally honest. You don't think? No. I think it not that Salah not that he was on his way to speak with Salah about playing. Mm-hmm. It was more like I spoke with Salah and told him yeah. I wanted to play. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he said it was a very easy conversation, which yeah. I'm sure all conversations regarding Aaron Rodgers and anyone on the Jets are these days. Aaron tells you what's going to happen, and then that's what happens. It's very what you, easy. What are your thoughts about him playing Saturday night, Gordon? I don't really have a problem, I guess, with him playing if he feels like that's what's necessary because, again, you've outsourced your offense to him. He's the uh-huh. guy running the show. So if this is what he feels like he needs, he knows better than anybody else. But God, man, oh, man, Larry, if it ever went wrong, mm. I guess you can't play that way. You can't play scared. I, I just don't like the risk reward. To me, the the risk is, is, the reward is not worth the risk. Here's Robert Sala on Rogers playing in the final preseason game. You know, just he and I it's having conversation. Um, you know, ultimately, uh, he'll have his his thoughts too. But for uh, for for us as a, an organization, it's he's new. I know he's been in the league a very long time, but. Uh, just didn't want September 11th to be the first time that uh, he stepped into, into MetLife Stadium. Uh, you know, the Giants and Jets game, whether it's preseason or regular season, there's, there's going to be a good turnout. It's going to be a lot of anticipation and, and excitement in the, in the uh, building. And just didn't want the first time that he goes out with his new team, new colors, new teammates, um, new stadium. Uh, didn't want it to be the first time, September 11th being the first time. All right. So. Sure. Uh, I get sure. all that. I get all that, Gordon. I do. <laughs> it better be four and out. <laughs> it better be four plays and that's it. You yeah. know? I, I just – it's just – I don't know. Well, I, I mean, when was the last time a Jets starting quarterback got hurt in the preseason, Larry? I mean, I'm sure You mean Mark years. Sanchez against the Giants? <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> Zach Wilson last year. But, yeah, I, 
Well, I couldn't. You were saying that uh, Brian Cashman's do the Jets. They're due to have a, a healthy quarterback for the start. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure. it's about time. Mm. It's about time. But most of the fans, Gordon, very concerned. <laughs> very concerned about this situation. Um, let's hear from one of them. That's Darren in Jersey. Darren, your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers playing Saturday night for the Jets? Larry, uh, Gordon, I got to tell you, I'm a lifelong Jet fan, and I've seen a lot. And it just seems like whenever we get something good, something creeps in and something happens. I personally don't want him to step on the field. Why? I mean, that's where I'm at. I personally don't want to see him to – the game is what, September 11th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really don't want to see him to September 11th because I could just imagine if anything happens, it's, it's, it's just going to be a mess. It's been bothering me ever since I heard that he's going to be out there. I know it's probably good for him to get some reps with the guys and, and you know, that uh, try to – get some continuity with that offensive line. I get that, mm-hmm. you know, and those receivers, because I know he's got his calls and, you know, he's got his, his, uh, his cadence and they want to get used to that. But Dan, let him get used to that in practice, man. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want, I don't want the giants to roll up on his leg or, you know, I, I remember Namath back in the day getting hurt, you know, mm-hmm. in the preseason. All right. Darren, so, I hear for what me, you're saying. No, Larry, before I go, I, I, I just got to ask you. I got uh, one thing I want to run past mm-hmm. you too before mm-hmm. I go. The New York Yankees. Yeah, I'm also a lifelong Yankee fan. Okay. And a a a, a football player who is Bart Scott has said something that I never even thought about. Mm-hmm. He said yesterday that because Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner basically grew, grew up in the organization together, that that might be the reason why Hal is having a hard time, you know, just cutting cutting them loose. He might not be able to do it because he considers them like a, not a mentor, but somebody that he looked up to when a he was younger. Member. <laughs> yeah. It's like a family, a family member. member right yeah. there. Yeah. Family <laughs> member. Right. Thanks for the phone and, call, and my so, friend. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. And, Look, I mean, he's been called the fifth Steinbrenner. He's been called a lot of different different things, Brian Cashman. But from a financial standpoint, Gordon, I get it. He doesn't want to pay somebody four years to do nothing. That's why I have offered the suggestion, because I hate to see people without a job, just, just slide him out of the position. He could do something else. There's something else he could do, Gordon. He doesn't have to still be, he doesn't have to do the job that, that has put you in the situation that you're in right now. He could do something else. And if you're so palsy-wowsy with him, if he's not the Yankee GM, you're really going to have his calendar freed up to hang out with him whenever you want. Exactly. But since you're paying him, you might as well do something. Right. You might as well have him do something. You know, because I, I get that you don't want to pay somebody four years to do nothing. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to the Knicks. They got plenty of coaches. Who- <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got four guys <laughs> at times making four years doing nothing. Not doing a thing. Bobby's in Long Island. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, uh, yeah well, Coach Rogers gets what he wants. That's and right. As far as Cash is concerned, he, he's the, the lifetime general manager for Tom Hayden or the godfather. 
you know, he's, he's family by not just by name. That's all. So, you know, forget, forget he's not going anywhere. Um, now, I want to get to Salah, assistant coach Salah. I don't This guy is all bravado, okay? He says, oh, I'm going to take the stick out of the Jets. I'm a Jets fan, okay? Worry about beating the Patriots. You haven't done that since 2015. And, you know, as far and you, know, you have other things to worry about. Your offensive line is in shambles, okay? And, you know, he talks a lot of stuff. I mean, he's screaming on the sidelines during hard knocks at his offensive line. I never see him take anyone accountable during any games that he's coached. I must have to be like Bill Parcells. But, I mean, it's all, it sounds like all oh, such a phony, you know, you know, way, you know. And the players probably see right through him. Uh, he stands on the sideline, you know, during game time. And I don't see him talk to any players or anyone. You know, really, he just stands there, and you know, I think it's just a show for him. This hard knocks—it's not really what he is. Well, I hear what you're saying, Bobby, and thanks for the phone call. And that's one of the reasons why this is—you know—we talk about how big a season this is for Aaron Rodgers, Gordon, and how big a season is this. Is this? There's no bigger season than this one for Robert Sala, because if everything—if anything goes wrong, it's going to be on him. Yeah. If the defense goes wrong, it's going to be on him. Uh, if, if they have these these dumb mistakes and penalties and stuff like that, it's going to be because he doesn't hold them. He, he's not a disciplinarian. He doesn't hold them. He, Gordon, he's really in a no-win situation for this team. Oh, he, he will only get credit if they lose. I'm just telling right. you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Because if, if they win, I mean, who's going to get the credit? It's going to be the, the quarterback, right? That's yeah. the big change. That's right. So, yeah, it's it's not a great situation for him because seasons can go a, a, a variety of ways, but it's pretty clear who's going to be who's going to be on the chopping block if it doesn't go well. Yep. It will be the current head coach of the New York Football Jets. Yeah. The quarterback is here for it seems like as long as he wants, right? Like yes. he says I'm going to come back for a second season even if the year doesn't go like you want. He'll mm-hmm. he'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be back. you don't have any better options. And apparently he's also front office help because he said he's going to hand the position down to Zach Wilson, who's going to replace him as quarterback, mm-hmm. and they're going to have 15 good years of excellent quarterback play. So they're going, to, they're going to pick up Zach Wilson's fifth-year option. Yeah, sure they are. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what you're saying, right? Because Wilson's yeah. played two years. This is his third year. Yep. Next year would be his fourth year. So that, that fight, if, if Rodgers plays two years, the Jets would pick up Zach Wilson's fifth-year option coming off two years of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I find that <laughs> unlikely, Larry. What are the fan duel odds on that, Gordon? Promo code <laughs> Gordon, yeah, right. Astronomical, Larry. Not even on the board. No. No, the <laughs> first guy who bets that, he'll find out the odds because nobody nobody's looked for that one just yet. <laughs> A lot of folks want to talk Yankees and Aaron Rodgers. We'll do so next on 98.7 ESPN.